Hi, this is Janet Lansbury, and welcome to Unruffled. This week, I'm responding to a short note from a mom who has been working at avoiding using the words no and don't with her 18-month-old, but she's becoming concerned that her child maybe should have these in her social vocabulary so that she can understand boundaries and assert herself. Before I begin, I want to remind everybody that both my books are available on audio at audible.com. That's No Bad Kids, Toddler Discipline Without Shame, and Elevating Child Care, A Guide to Respectful Parenting. They're also in paperback at Amazon and an ebook at Barnes & Noble, Apple.com, and Amazon. Dear Janet, given we minimize slash avoid the use of the words no, don't, and stop with our 18-month-old, how do we share with him these words for his own use and safety? These words seem crucial in helping children and adults draw boundaries and assert their needs and preferences. Thank you. Okay, so I'm not sure where exactly this parent got the impression that these words should be avoided. I mean, I think if we're saying no, no, no all the time, then yes, our child will tend to tune that out. But the child is still understanding our communication, which is, I see you want to do that. I can't let you do that. Or I don't want you to do that. <laughs> That's bothering me, the way that you're pulling at my clothes, and I'm going to stop you. So right there, I just actually use don't and stop. So anyway, I'm not sure where this mother got the impression that those words are to be consciously avoided. I think they do come up as part of respectful limit setting, respectful, honest communication with our child about our boundaries. Since we are communicating those ideas to our child, our child is understanding that parents have boundaries, that they are very comfortable about defending, I guess you would say, you know, asserting their boundaries, asserting their, their needs with me. Um, so therefore, I can assert boundaries with other people. That is where they get that message. The other way they get that message is the way that we touch them gently, you know, communicate before we touch, you know, what we're doing, picking them up or, you know, in the bathtub, that we're not passing them around to everyone and treating them like they don't have a say, that they just belong to everybody and they, they really don't have a will perceiving them as people with a point of view right from the very beginning. I guess what I'm saying is it's not so much about the words that we use. It's more about actually the way we perceive our child and our role in raising them, which is to develop the most nurturing, honest, close relationship that we can to really have as much of an ideal relationship as possible with this child, because this is going to be the model that they take out into the world. And this is going to give them a lot of messages about themselves as well. Am I a person of value? Am I listened to? Do people consider me somebody worthy of having my own ideas, um, having my own point of view? That view of your child will be present in everything you do and in every way you engage with them. Yes, things are going to happen where, you know, we don't have control and maybe a relative picks our child up and, and it was abrupt and, you know, we're, we're not going to go around yelling at everybody or trying to make everyone do it our way. You know, we can mention something to our child after that, 
privately or, you know, whisper, it looked like that startled you. I saw that was pretty fast that that happened. You know, I'm sorry you didn't get a chance to say you were ready. Letting our child know that we value them as very conscious, aware people. Another way that children learn these words is if we are into the habit of acknowledging. So if if someone makes a gesture towards our child, we would acknowledge, it looks like so-and-so would like to touch you. Meanwhile, our hand is very tactfully in between them. It looks like so-and-so wants to pick you up. What do you think about that? Are you okay with that? We're showing, you know, this other person that our child maybe has a point of view to be considered, and they may think that's crazy or not, I don't know. But we're showing our child that they have a say in these things, and that say is very important, the most important thing in that moment. Another place that these kinds of words, um, these kind of assertions of self come up is the way that we intervene with children when they are socializing, you know, being observant when our child is with other children as much as possible. I mean, it's not always going to work out that way. Sometimes we'll be talking to our friend or, you know, our relative and the children will be be playing and that's fine. But when we are there and we see, let's say our child is uh, removing a toy from another child's hand or the other way around, someone's removing a toy from our child's hand. And we notice that our child looks uh, a little bit, maybe slightly perturbed, or maybe they're even a little upset that this child took something away. And then I would say, yeah, you were holding that, and now he's holding that. You can say, no, I'm using that. Just throwing it out there, not demanding our child say this, not letting them know that we really feel like they should have said that and they didn't, and we're, you know, a little bit disappointed that they didn't, and that we think they should be doing something they're not. Just tossing that out as a very light suggestion. You can say, no, I, I want that. Or maybe a child is coming up to, to ours and pulling on them or pushing them or doing something physical that our child doesn't like, and so we come walking over oh, wow, now our hand is there stopping the action from happening. Very relaxed, you know, very calm. And we say to our child, you know, you can say, if you don't like something, you can say stop. You know, and we might show our child, you know, the hand signal while we're doing that. You can say stop. No, I don't like that. These are just sort of little coaching tips that will help our child get the language. They probably already know the language, but actually a little more confidence in that, you know, it's really okay for me to do that. That's fine. Maybe I'll try that. So those gentle suggestions of how to assert oneself, but mostly, 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 it is what we model for our child with our child about our own boundaries and our comfortableness asserting them and understanding that we, you know, aren't going to be breaking their boundaries. We are going to respect those and we're going to consider those with everything we do. So I hope that helps and I really appreciate the question. Thanks so much for listening. We can do this. 